0: You are listening to Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future with Naomi Brockwell. I'm joined here by Craig Sellers. He is a veteran blockchain technologist in the space. He is the founder of Tether, co-founder of Block V, co-founder of Vatomic. He is the chief technologist of the Omni Foundation. Thank you so much for chatting with me, Craig.
1: Absolute pleasure to be here.
0: I wanted to chat about some of these different projects that you're working on, Mm -hmm. Block V, Vatomic in particular, Mm -hmm. and this thing called a Vatom. So let's start with that. What is a Vatom?
1: What is a Vatom? So um, I was working with Reeve Collins, the CEO of Tether. Uh, We met a gentleman named Eric Poulier in Santa Monica, California. And he was asking about redeemable tokens. And we had tethers, which were redeemable for dollars. And he said, well, can you have a a, a token that's redeemable for a beer? We said, well, yeah, of course we can do a beer token. Why not? He said, "You you can swipe the token to the bartender and get a free beer. I said, okay, I like that idea. He said, but how about this? What happens if after a week you don't redeem the beer? Can the beer get warm? And I looked at Reeve, And I said, Reeve, I quit. I quit. We're going to go make things that can become warm on the blockchain. Uh, In essence, the idea was you could take a digital asset and give it something special, something unique, something programmable about it, and give it life, in essence.
0: That's such a wonderful idea, the idea of of bringing life into this digital world, making Mm -hmm. things organic. Talk to me a little bit more about that. What does that mean to give these digital assets life?
1: Well, I like to think of the blockchain as a living organism, actually. Uh, I think it's the first example of technological life. Not biological life, technological life. And it's not like artificial intelligence. Uh, you're looking at b- bacteria, very simple single-celled organisms. But uh, blockchain is like a simple set of rules, and everybody agrees upon the same set of rules, and they broadcast messages to space. And those messages come together, and in space, in this meta-space, meta they, they create a network. And that network is not run by anybody. And it has to be very self-balancing. It has to have, have, have checks and balances and, and levers that get pulled and pushed. And it becomes an organic uh, organism, in essence. And so if you're building technologies on top of an organic structure, why not make them organic as well? Why not give them the, uh, the identity, the, uh, the, the, the capabilities of organic things? Like, you know, arms, legs, emotions, feelings, attributes, hair, colors... Emotions, things, things like that.
0: So you created this thing called a VATOM, which is, in essence, is that like a, a digital asset?
1: So Eric Poulier had this idea for a virtual atom, the building block of, uh, of a new kind of digital asset that could be, in essence, programmable. So if you think of a smart contract as, as a, uh, a vending machine, you put tokens into, and then tokens come out the, the, the back end. This is more like the token itself being able to jump around and dance, and do things, and be interactive, and play with it. Like Pokemon Go characters on the blockchain. So if you don't feed your Pokemon Go character in your wallet, it will run off and go to somebody else's wallet.
0: If I have to start feeding my digital assets, you know, it gives me more to think about, you know. But is the idea that this then makes them unique, and uh, it creates more value?
1: Definitely. So Imagine if you have like a collector's card. Uh, baseball cards became valuable because if you had, you know, the, the MVP, before he was an MVP, it became special. It became something that was, that was more unique, more scarce. Blockchains allow us to have digital scarcity, which is the first time we've ever had digital scarcity. Uh, back in the day, for the past 50 years, you could duplicate a song an infinite number of times. There's no value to that a whatsoever. A
0: screenshot of a picture. Exactly,
1: right? A blockchain says, no, there are only so many of these things. Well, if I'm holding one of these scarce items and something special happens, all of a sudden it becomes more and more valuable. Because I held it at the time.
0: Suddenly, that asset has evolved and becomes more valuable.
1: Yeah. If you think about like a, a brochure, uh, you open up a brochure and it's got it's got things printed on it and pictures and text and whatever else, and it's it's static. It can't do anything. It's very much like a digital asset because you you say like, this is my thing. This is all I've got. Well, web pages came along and made that brochure interactive. You could sort of play with it and do things. Imagine if the digital assets that you had in your wallet were more like web pages that you could actually touch and 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 change and do things with and they can themselves become unique.
0: What blockchain is it based on?
1: It's any blockchain. Any blockchain. So I'm I'm a big fan of building meta layers on top of blockchains. So we started with Mastercoin, uh, which is now called Omni, uh, which lives on top of the Bitcoin blockchain. Mm -hmm. We've got uh, forks being done for Litecoin and other blockchains as well. Uh, Ethereum, EOS, there's a variety of blockchains that can build meta layers on top. And it's sort of adding extra capabilities beyond what the blockchain itself provides, which is extra metadata about what your asset is. In this instance, you're, you're asking the, the, the browser or the person who's actually interacting with the object to look somewhere else and say, tell me about this object. What is special about me? And some server somewhere can say, oh, this is a Pokemon Go character and his hair is green and he's hungry right now. Or you can record that information to the blockchain itself if the blockchain can handle that kind of information. But it doesn't matter how you, how you do it, you, just, yeah. you have lots of options.
0: Who is your target for Vatomic, Vatoms, Block V? I, is this going to be a consumer product or is this something that businesses would want to integrate into uh, their merchandise so that they can, you know, at a Taylor Swift concert, she might sell these cards, uh, digital assets?
1: So I'm a fan of, of standards and making things that are, that are accessible to anyone. And so, in essence, if the Vatom structure is something that everyone can agree upon, it says this is how I want to define a digital object, then it can be used by consumers, it can be used by developers, it can be used by businesses to sort of build the framework. It's like, you know, who is the web targeted to? Well, the web is targeted to everybody. It just depends on how you tailor it for a particular use case. Mm-hmm. This is the same thing. This is simply a structure to say, how do I define this thing?
0: Mm-hmm. What is most interesting to you about this field? What was your, um, the, the passion that drove you to get involved?
1: I think it's the, it's the creative landscape. It allows people to, 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 to create the things that they are inspired by, okay? And if you can give them an, an open network, blockchains give you ownership of things like you have the keys to your value you create value and you hold it well why not allow them to uh, be artistic and create a landscape where developers can be creative they can create things that nobody else could imagine and if others find that valuable they can then exchange them with one another so it's sort of an expression of of oneself and the ability to be creative and letting the world play that way Mm
0: -hmm. so i downloaded uh, the app, mm-hmm. uh, the last d 10 conference that we were at, and, um, and I had a play around, and it, it's really interesting. You've got, like, geo-mapping happening there, and you can go mm-hmm. to places and pick up objects and things.
1: Well, there are digital objects all around us right now, and we can't see them, mm-hmm. right? Because we're not wearing the goggles or the, you know, we're not looking through our phones, etc. Uh, once a digital object has a location, GPS coordinates, basically, it can exist on this table. Mm-hmm. We just can't see it unless we have the right device to look at it. Well, on this table can be something that uh, 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 an issuer decided to say, I want to make a bottle of Coke. Mm-hmm. So I've got a bottle of Coke sitting right here. If I wear my proper glasses, I've got them there. I can interact with that. It's almost like gamifying the real world.
0: Right. So is your ultimate aim to uh, create this augmented reality type world where we can interact with this digital landscape that people can create uh, through Block V? I think that will be fun. Sounds very fun. Mm-hmm. And so developers can create things on this Mm -hmm. platform, users can interact with what the developers have already created.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, there's apps available for uh, iOS and Android uh, and the web. Uh, There's SDKs available for developers to play with, and there's blockchains to plug into.
0: What's your game plan for getting more people involved and uh, introducing them to this world that uh, you've helped create?
1: Um, It's one of those things where when you get into the blockchain, once you start touching it, you realize how powerful it is. Mm -hmm. And so once people start using these things and sharing these things, I think it just grows organically from there.
0: If I wanted to create a game uh, that used these digital objects, can I do this on your platform? Absolutely yeah
1: and any any game provider out there has objects already like if you think of like world of warcraft has swords and things that are there uh you've got call of duty has you know guns Mm -hmm. well those things are objects they're digital objects they can be exchanged with one another on an open network well why not let them be portable on a blockchain and now all of a sudden you've got assets everywhere
0: i'm excited about the public being able to interact with this Mm -hmm. and it growing as an ecosystem it's uh it seems like a cool space thank you so much for chatting with me love you for extra material and any links mentioned in this podcast, please visit naumibrockwell.com. If you'd like to watch the video version, please visit Naomi Brockwell TV on YouTube, BitShoot, or DTube. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future.